This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 235 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, horse capital of the world, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, to this week, we're going to do something a little bit different for the rest of the week. You see, tomorrow, the 16th of July, is my anniversary. And I've been married to my wife, Jennifer, now for 22 years. And as of this year, we've known each other for 25 years. We met at the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. We were both performers there. I was playing town crier and flirt. And uh, she was the pickle wench, and the town crier and flirt got together with the pickle wench, and here we are all these years later. We did a lot of performing in the meantime. We owned an acting company, did 10 years of medieval feasts, 450 of them to be exact, as the king and queen. So we also were involved in the horse world. Jennifer is a, a, a graduate HA pony clubber, and we owned large horse farms and have done all the horse thing. That's how I became the horse husband and have since become known as doing, uh, doing these shows as America's horse husband. And I'm not quite sure what that means either. But uh, so for the rest of this week, we, I actually conned my wife, Jennifer, into coming on the show and doing a series of tips in honor of, in honor of uh, her creating America's Horse Husband. And really, the Horse Radio Network wouldn't be here if I hadn't married her all those years ago because I didn't know the front of a horse from the back. I was truly a horse husband. I married into it and uh, learned it along the way. So Jennifer's going to be with us, giving us uh, some practical horse tips the rest of this week. And I am so thrilled to have her actually sitting beside me recording. That doesn't happen too often, as we do most of these over the phone. So it's a pleasure to have her here. And we're going to get to her first tip of the week right after these words from Equestrian Collections. And we'll be right back with my lovely wife, Jennifer. Glenn the Geek here. I was involved in equestrian retail for a long time, and I know one of the problems that we always had and always the complaints that we always had was from men saying there's just not enough men's options in clothing and riding boots and gloves and jackets and, and pretty much anything is was always geared, especially in the eventing world, to women's. Well, now you can find a selection. You can find a huge selection of men's items at equestriancollections.com. They have show and casual apparel, riding boots, thermal gear, gloves and jackets. They basically can cover you from head to toe. So if you're a guy out there and have always had that problem where you can't find products you want, check out equestriancollections.com. They have a ton of different brands. They have a ton of different styles you're going to like what you find at equestriancollections.com and now you can get ten dollars off your next order of 120 dollars or more just by using the coupon code horse radio when you check out just put horse radio in the coupon code all one word horse radio and you'll get ten dollars off your next order of 120 dollars or more so find all of your men's products all the things you need guys at equestriancollections.com well hi jennifer and welcome to horse tip daily Hi, Glenn. Well, you know, uh, it's good to have you on now as an expert on Horse Tip Daily, providing some useful tips. But first, let's tell everybody what, what, a little bit about your background and, and why, why you're here as an expert on Horse Tip Daily, other uh, than you're my lovely wife. Besides the fact that I, I'm... Besides yeah. nepotism and yeah. you're married to me, yeah. <laughs> There's got to be something better than and that. And you're free and easy and cheap. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> now watch it. 
<laughs> uh, let's see here. I've uh, been in the horse business pretty much from day one. I was one of those fortunate or unfortunate, depends on which way you look at it, kids who decided early on that the horse business was the only career for me. So I spent a number of years as a riding coach, stable owner, trainer, etc. Um, I did the pony club thing. and uh, started out when I was about 14 in the, pony, the United States Pony Club up in the Maryland region and uh, hacked my way through the uh, ratings up to, at that point, they called it HA. There were no tracks back then in, in ancient years and uh, really benefited from all that sort of uh, educational thing and uh, was an event rider, run fast, jump high, fall hard. And uh, late in life, learned to appreciate dressage. Um, I think that's something that... That's, I think that happens with every inventor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, there is something to this, isn't Eventually, there? they appreciate dressage. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. The ones that don't quit. <laughs> hopefully before you break any essential parts. <laughs> um, and did a little bit of hunter-jumpers, although uh, that was not my forte. I, that was something I was forced to do. And once again, had some light bulb moments and, got, and uh, said to myself, wow, there's something to be learned here. Um, and then spent a number of years, most recently, uh, in the fox hunting field, where it's a free-for-all. So it was quite the reverse of all of my uh, competitive years, because it's just hold on for dear life and reach for the flask when you land. Uh, so that's kind of where I've been. And then uh, nowadays I'm in the retail biz. So I get to play with nifty new products and talk to customers and find out what they do with those nifty new products and why they want them and why they don't want them. Well, Jennifer would be providing us with a variety of tips uh, here at Horse Tip Daily because uh, I do know that she knows a lot about horses and has a lot of respect with her students over the years and also a lot about managing uh, farms and properties. I know because I had to help shovel. I have shoveled a few stalls in my life. People don't believe that. But my wife can testify to that. Yes, uh, you've yeah, shoveled. So. And, and I must say you have an excellent shoveling technique thanks to some really good coaching. <laughs> And, okay, so what are we talking about today? Today, uh, a lot of folks have riding arenas that are turf. In other words, it's just what Mother Nature gave you. Um, you have a flat spot on the top of your property. You have a fenced area. You have a piece of your pasture. But it's turf. Um, it's not footing that's been put in there specifically for uh, the use of riding. And it's a little bit of a maintenance headache. So I've got a couple of tips on making the most of your Mother Nature-provided turf riding arena. Um, so that would be a grass riding arena. Grass riding arena. You don't have any arena. sand in there. You just have it's, grass. It's just what Mom mom Nature gave you. Um, and that's that's not all that uncommon. And it, it can be particularly useful to have that available, even if you have a proper riding arena with fancy footing, to have that type of surface available for schooling because you get to a lot of horse shows Still in this day and age, and the warm-up area is a hayfield or really not very flat or something that's a lot less than ideal. And if you have the opportunity to occasionally school on that, you're going to be a little bit better prepared for that when you get to the showgrounds and, and you what you assumed would be a nice, smooth, beautiful warm-up area for whatever isn't, isn't available. You haven't ridden on less than ideal footing in six months uh, you and your horse are going to have a disadvantage over those folks who have taken a few minutes here and there to ride on that less than ideal surface so that you know what to expect from your horse. 
Yeah, I know a lot of the lower level events we went to, they only had one arena, so they but they needed three. Yes. So they just sectioned off a, a piece of pasture, and that right. became the arena. Right, and nobody wants to compete on footing that's rock hard or slippery or sucky mucky, but it does happen, and frequently you have to warm up on it, so you best better be prepared to, to know what your horse, how your horse reacts to it and how you react to it. Okay. So first and foremost, um, mud. The it's no fun to have to cancel your lessons when the the mud season rolls around um, because frequently the mud is not dangerous in nature, but it does leave little hoof hoof shaped potholes in your arena, which are then very difficult to get out once the ground dries up again. So having owned a facility with a turf arena for many, many years, what we found really useful was to keep a little pile of sand off to the side, um, preferably what they call sharp sand. Um, in Pennsylvania, where we were at, it was referred to as filings. It was gray in color and very similar to what they use to make roadbeds. And the reason you want to use that sharp product is because it will compact. Unlike soft sand or beach sand, you put it in a little hole and it stays soft and squishy forever. So you're really not going to do yourself any favors. But to keep a little pile of that off in the corner and whenever the footing's a little mushy and you're getting those footprints deeper than what you can put up with, you just grab the spade shovel out of the corner and toss that, you know, quart or so of uh, sand into those holes as they get made. And then uh, you're going to end up with, with a, a surface that remains pretty consistent. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's handy to have. Great. And then, then you don't have to cancel the riding lessons and be late paying your phone bill. Because <laughs> they kind of go together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now, is that the only one that you have? Well, also in the summertime... When you're anticipating the dry season, if you mow your riding arena, and most of us have to mow them to some degree or another, leave the grass long because it will hold the moisture better. And if you have access, access to discs, it can be a great way to help keep the, the footing a little bit softer. It only If you set the discs properly, you're only going to chew up the very, very top of it. Um, but again, if you have a, a long dry season... Um, it can be a real handy way to keep the footing from getting so hard that it becomes slick for the horses. So when you say keep it long, you mean six, eight inches? Yes, bush hog height, not right. not um, residential lawnmower height. And not uh, three feet either. Well, three, not hay height. three feet can be distracting for your horse. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's trot through a candy store. <laughs> oh, your horse is beautifully long and low. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you want to keep it high enough that it, keeps the grass alive and it also helps to preserve what little moisture there is left in there all right great there's some tips on taking care of your turf arena if you have one of those in the backyard and or if you're thinking about putting one in well thanks jennifer and we'll have you back on again well thank you to my wife jennifer for joining us this week we really appreciate it we'll have another of jen's tips tomorrow here on horse tip daily and we'll continue that all week in honor of our anniversary That's what I can do. You know, when you own the Horse Radio Network, you can pretty much do what you want with the shows. And we hope you enjoy these tips anyway. And and, uh, I'm sure certainly had fun doing them with my wife, Jennifer. So we appreciate her being on here. If you'd like to send me an email or if you'd like to say hi to Jennifer, you can send it to Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. Don't forget all the other shows on the network at horseradionetwork.com. We have eight total shows now. And, of course, the World of Question Games are coming. So check out to an, another show I host called the 2010 Radio Show. It's all about the World Equestrian Games, and uh, we are 11 weeks away.
We'll be doing nightly shows for the World Equestrian Game for the 2010 radio show from the International Equestrian Festival in downtown Lexington, 8 o'clock every night in front of an audience. Uh, we'll be giving you a daily wrap-up show of what went on at the World Equestrian Games and bringing in some of the experts to talk about it. So we're looking forward to that. should be a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We truly appreciate it. And I'll be back tomorrow again with my wife with another practical tip here at Horse Tip Daily.